It's the Mind Team Solutions Podcast. Leverage your leadership with better communication and stronger relationships. Today, it's the fourth and final part of our conversation with futurist Joyce Joya. Once again, Joyce digs into how best to think about a post-COVID future. Click the link in the show description for even more content related to this episode, including detailed show notes and more about Joyce. Oh, welcome back to Think About It. And I'm still Sylvia, your host. And my guest is Joyce Joya. And we're still talking about the, the now and the future of the workplace and the business. So Joyce, I cut you off. You were going to give us number two and number three points right. before we took a break. So we hit- were talking about what business leaders need to be doing right now to yes. make sure that the talent, their teams of talented people are there for them when we emerge from these home cocoons that we're in right now. Yes. And the first one was just basically having regular meetings online with everybody there who's on the team. The second one is that they need to be reaching out one-on-one with each of their valued employees, talking with them, taking a, a, a personal interest in what's going on with them, making sure that they have what they need, that they're okay emotionally and physically. And actually, they're, they're going to be four things. The third thing is that they need to be using this time to upskill people, using folks like Sylvia or me to help people be better leaders when we're out of this so that people have grown in spite of the fact that they've been sheltering in place. Mm -hmm. And then the fourth thing is to create what my friend Dan Burris calls a future lab among your team. That is three of your team members who are dedicated to thinking about the future of your team, of your function, of what you do within the grand scheme of the organization. Wow, that's interesting. So as a business owner or business leader or whatever, I'm back into business as best as I can be. Mm-hmm. What do you perceive that looking like? And what kinds of issues do you perceive I have to think about as that business owner moving forward? Okay. We have to make some assumptions. Okay. The assumptions are that we have adequate testing, we have adequate contact tracing, and we are feeling secure about leaving our home cocoons and going to the office. Okay. If you are in some industries, you will want to test everybody before they go to their job, to their desks or to their job function to make sure that you're not spreading disease. If you are in like white collar kinds of jobs, will be in spaces where the desks are separate or more separated. And for organizations that don't have the capability of separating people physically, they may have half the staff come in one day or 
75% of the staff come in one day and 25% of the staff will work from home or they will work with the numbers so that they are able to do the social distancing that they need to do. And we will all be wearing masks until there is a vaccine and treatment or treatment and a vaccine. That has got to be, I would think businesses have to prepare for the communication difference when you're hidden from here down. And you know all the things that we, we, we see when we look at somebody, even in the camera, we can see facial expressions. Micro expressions, right? Yeah, yeah. What else do you see for business moving forward? The businesses that cannot afford to keep people on because they're not going to be making the same amount of money, like restaurants and, and some hotels, are going to have a real difficult time re-recruiting those folks when the time comes. This is kind of what happened in the year 2000 when a lot of people left hospitality and discovered the wonderful world of white collar, never to go back to shift work and weekend work again. So there's going to be a real challenge for hoteliers as if there wasn't before in making sure that they have the staff that they need as they ramp up. And again, it has everything to do with taking care of people as much as you can now. How do you perceive the shared economy changing? Because again, there was this whole shared economy that we were building towards, shared bikes and shared homes and shared cars and all of that. It's going to be on hiatus or a, a slowdown for at least a year because people will be not, I mean, a rental car company. So if I rent from Hertz and they bring a car to me and they, they say, I, I know that the person, because I can see that the person who drove the car to where it was, was wearing gloves. And they've told me that they're doing the extra cleaning. But when you're talking about shared economy, it's bring your own wipes, <laughs> isn't it? <laughs> And it's going to be full employment for the sanitizer, the companies making hand sanitizer for the foreseeable future. Yeah. So if you could, and there's so much more that you could say about this, if you could leave viewers with sort of a final message about how to adjust their thinking or what mindset they should have or what they should think about for moving forward, for doing that strategizing for having that person or two who's doing that thinking ahead, what were the, some of those words of advice be? Well, I think that the first thing I would suggest, and you, I think, would chime in as well, is that they should sign up for my Herman Trend Alert. Yes. <laughs> because it will help you to stay out ahead of the curve and on the leading edge, and it'll give you information about 
many, many different areas. Fascinating. And I'm going to interject too, because a lot of my viewers are either solo practitioners or very micro business owners and may be thinking, well, that's just corporate stuff. I'm going to tell you, I get that alert every week and it's fascinating information. It's made me think about my two person business and some of the things we need to think about. And it's in, when I say it's in English, you translate it in many languages, but it's for the lay person is probably the better word. So right. that's my little plug for that alert to sign up. So go back to, go back to your words of advice. <laughs> okay. So we are currently in a different space and we're not going to be in this space forever. But on a personal note, make sure that you value the time that you have with your family and make sure that your employees understand that you appreciate and value them and the contribution that they make to your organization. Then when we emerge on the other side of this from our home cocoons, you will be in a much better space. Also on a personal note, I find that I cannot be depressed when I'm looking at giving to others. Yeah. So I have offered to do free coaching and consulting to anybody who wants to contact me. So far, one person has sent me an email and we've already had our meeting. But I know that when I give to others, it comes back to me in so many ways. And the biggest way is that I get to feel good in that I have made a difference for somebody else. Wow. That, oh, that's something we should be doing always, but that is so poignant now. How do people reach you? Okay. My email address is Joyce at HermanGroup.com, H-E-R-M-A-N-G-R-O-U-P.com. And to sign up for the Herman Trend Alert, you can go to www.hermantrendalert.com where you can sign up in Spanish or Portuguese. Can't sign up in Chinese, unfortunately, because it's just distributed over Baidu, which I believe is their version of Twitter in China. In any case, it'll give you the option of signing up in English or Spanish or Portuguese at www.hermantrendalert.com. And let me see here. One, so I, I asked you what message you wanted to leave business with. I guess I wanted to end with maybe two, one to two succinct actions to do other than sign up for Herman Trend Alerts two succinct actions that they can do is we'll look at about a minute or so left to just stay in action, to stay in action and move forward, especially that mindset. God, that's so important. It is important. And it's really easy at this time to be distracted or even to be depressed about the numbers. Every time I see the number of people who have passed away as a result mm. of this crisis, I'm affected by it, and I reach over and take my husband's hand and squeeze it, and 
it really touches me because I know that's 60 plus thousands of people who have lost a loved one, who no longer have a father or a mother or a, a son or a daughter or an aunt or an uncle or an employee. Mm. And it just, it, it makes me so grateful <laughs> and feel so blessed that I have what I have and I am who I am and I'm safe. Well, that makes me come to a close by saying, I appreciate you. I know we don't talk much, but it's so great when I see you on a call in another you know, environment. And so I appreciate you. I appreciate that you've spent some time today talking to my viewers you know, with your perspective. So thank you, Joyce. Thank you, Sylvia. And the next time I'm in Washington, better. we'll do it in person. Okay. With masks, maybe. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> We'll see. Well, thanks a lot. And to everybody, as usual, I invite you to tune in, take what you see and hear, and, well, think about it. Check out some of the other programs on our playlist at Montgomery Municipal Cable TV. Thanks to MMC TV. I don't always shout out for the station itself. And most of all, in all of this craziness, I invite you to make a great day. That was the final part of our conversation with Joyce Joya. You can learn more about Joyce by clicking the link in the episode description with the top lessons from today's episode. And you can continue the conversation with us by visiting our website, mindteamsolutions.com. We'll see you next time.